concepts to live can change your life today. Are you ready for a word? Yes. Oh, yes. Hey, don't sound like to me. Are you ready for a word? Yes. Then open your Bibles and let's consider together. From St. Matthew chapter 9. I'll begin reading at verse 27. And when Jesus departed thence, two blind men followed him, crying and saying, Thou son of David! have mercy on us. And when he was come into the house, the blind men came to him. And Jesus said unto them, Believe ye that I am able to do this? They said unto him, Yea, Lord, then touched he their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it unto you. And their eyes were opened. And Jesus straightly charged them, saying, See that no man know it. But they went, but they when they were departed, spread abroad his fame in all the country. This week, I heard the Spirit say, over all our challenges, over all our needs, over all our difficulties, over all our problems, over all our lack, believe for it. Believe for it. Believe for it. out of you. I don't need to hear any grumbling out of you. I don't need to hear from you any accusations of what you believe I should have done for you and didn't do it. I, well, all I want to tell you is this. Believe for it. You know I need a home, Lord. Believe for it. Yes. You know, I need a job. Believe for it. Yes. Lord, you know, I, I, I've longed to have a seed come from my body. Lord, I want to be 
a mother. I want to be a parent. I know what the doctors have said. I know what medical science has declared. Believe for it. Some of y'all in shock. Uh, uh, that seems a simple solution. But oh, how difficult for many to operate, to execute, to declare. So I want you to forget about a lot of stuff right now and just shout it from the top of your lungs, I will believe for it. I'm gonna let you preach to me. Take your seats. Just so I don't forget it, just shout that out to me. Let me just, I, just, I don't know why, I, I, well, yes I do, but I remember when I was called to preach at a conference in Paris, France. And while I was there on the last night, a woman got up from the back of the church and walked forward with her husband. So the translator went over and started to talk to them, came to me and said, this woman who is not supposed to be able to bear a child. She cannot conceive. She said she believes if you will pray for her. She said she believes if you will pray for her, she'll conceive. Ruthann was there and what's the other lady's name? Jennifer Simmons was there. So the chairman of the conference said to me, do you want to do it? I said, let's go. So we went down and I laid my hands on the woman and I began to pray for her. And what was getting me a little alarm is that she took my hand. With my eyes closed and I'm praying and she took my hand. Now when I gave my hand on her, she was, it was up here. <laughs> she took the hand yes. and was pulling it against her. Down on her body, she kept going down, 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 down. I said, oh Jesus. Jesus, how far down is she going? And stopped right here. 
We pray. And the woman, as though to say in our culture, and all says, nah, now. We were back in Bermuda. Was it how many months? About three or four months. Jennifer gets a call. The woman said she's pregnant. You know what? I'm waiting for some of you doubters to catch yourself. I'm waiting for some of you skeptics to catch yourself. Believing God is the answer. She believed and she received. Now we want a certain level. We want to regulate and manhandle everything. Now let me tell you something. You and I are privileged to live life as believers to the extent that for everything concerning you, even when they tell you no way possible, you can believe for it. Don't make me give you a whole lot of illustrations. Because I'm a believer. And those who are believers will see. Believe to see in 2023. I'm ready, Lord. This message is going to revolutionize lives. This message is going to free you from the bondage of your lack. This, this message is going to change your lifestyle and your spiritual behavior. This message. You see, The philosophical existentialists tell us that every person has the ability to change their situation by what they do and say. Therefore, what the philosophical existentialists say is that they can think a thing and it comes to pass. Stay with me. They say, and I'm quoting them, I think therefore I am and I am. 
I think therefore and I am what I think. The kingdom of God, the message of truth, is greater than that. Amen. It goes beyond just thinking to believing. Yes. Because in the kingdom, we believe to see. Yes. While the world says, see to believe. We have a choice. We can live by whatever style, standard, or philosophy. But the Bible says that we are supposed to be believers. Martin Luther put it this way. Martin Luther, the 16th century reformer, put it this way. He says, miracles take place not because they are performed, but they are believed. Yes. Miracles take place by believing. Yes. Our problem is not our outfit. Our problem is not our regalia. The problem is, can you believe? Yes. But there are some things that we find it difficult to believe. I believe this, I believe that, I don't know about that. I believe, no, no, no. We're supposed to be believers. And the believing style ought to be our lifestyle. Yes. So when everybody else said, no way, you, the believers say, oh yeah. Yes. And, when, and when the world says, you got to make it happen, by what you think. The kingdom says it's by what you believe. Yes. 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 So pray for the little pastor because I believe that God's getting ready to release some people today. No matter what your situation, it's going to change. Hmm? Turn to St. John chapter 1. St. John chapter 1, and just look at a couple of verses. Jesus here is just gathering his disciples together. You'll see that he is calling them together. And as he's calling them together, stay with me now, he's telling them what must be the philosophy, what must be the rationale for those who will be his followers. Are you with me? So when you read there in chapter 1, you're going to see that he calls them all by name and, and, you know, they, and, and they're responding to him. Now watch this. Look at verse 50. Jesus answered and said unto him, Because I say unto thee, I saw thee under the fig tree. Believest thou? Thou shalt see greater things than these. Verily, I say unto you, hereafter, or from now on, ye shall see heaven open, and the angels of God 
ascending and descending. Wait a minute here. Believest thou? Thou shalt see. Don't miss it. Believest thou? Verse 50. Thou shalt see. Stay here a minute. Believest thou? Thou shalt see. Believest thou? Thou shalt see. Believest thou? Thou shalt see. Wait a minute. Believing is not just some mental conditioning. Not just some personal positioning. Believing is that which brings into being so that you see what you believed. We have tried everything in the book, but you can't beat this. I know what medical science says, but if you can believe. I know what my pocketbook said, but if you can believe. I know what they tell me my, uh, my skill sets are. Therefore, I don't qualify. But if you can believe, yes. believing facilitates receiving. That's right. Wow. I had a friend who was involved. In fact, he's been here. He became a millionaire. Right after the automobile manufacturing company that he worked for released him. He was in charge of all of the parts. He was in charge of all that would make the vehicles vehicles. He has no job. He comes home. And he says to his wife, honey, oh, they, 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 I'm laid off. I have no job. But a spiritual wife said, and what? Maybe now's the time for you to open your own business. Who orders all the parts? You. Who knows the contacts? You. It's time for you to have your own business. If you can believe it. Years later, I had the privilege Dr. Stanley Ingerman, the little pastor, was invited. We drove on the grounds of this once laid off 
released person. See, if you just check it out, when they release you, they release you to do what has been waiting for you to be done by you. We drove on the grounds because that person said to, I want you to come and see something. So we went. And when we drove in, we thought it was this little place here at the corner. I said, no, it's way back there. No, I went, to, I went down there. And we got down there and said, well, where's this place at? And when we looked down at the end, here was this person standing there waiting for us outside on the, on the, in the front. And guess what? It was that person. I don't know why the Holy Ghost is taking me this way this morning. But I tell you what, he's trying to make a shift in you. You understand? So when we met him, he said, come inside. I said, well, we thought we'd not find this place. He said, what do you mean? He said, all those places belong to me. What you passed to get in here is a part of my company. My mouth dropped open. We got into his office. Animals from Africa and all around the heads of Morden. I said, Jesus, where in the world are we? He said, well, come with me. I'm going to take you out in the work area. When we went out there, people from Germany, from France, from Spain, all like that, in white coats, working in his establishment. All of this, just because. Yeah. He believed. Yeah. I know I'm stretching you. And I know you feel as though I don't have no deep message today. But I'm going to tell you something. God is trying to position somebody in here to leave this place today revolutionized. To think different. Act different. And believe appropriately. I want to see the hands of people who receive that. God's getting ready to give you a miracle. And it's not going to be because of your hard work. It's going to be because you believe. Because if you believe, you shall see. Note with me now. There are times when you can believe when doubt is all around you. In fact, believing augments doubt. We have been conditioned as human beings to doubt more than believe. To fear more than trust. To rely on ourselves rather than relying on God. You and I have privilege to live certain dimensional lives to the extent that we will blow people's minds 
And when you become a believer, you attract people. Now, we went and saw all of that. We had the privilege to talk and see and sit and all that, right? In the midst of all that. But then we had to leave. The question is, what did we leave with? What we should have done is left that place with the attitude, with the spirit of believing. So that when I go into my context, what I need to make me become what I have the potential to be is what I picked up because I associated with somebody who... When I came back from that man's place, I had a different, even now, a different mindset. When I tell you that when we get ready to do something here, and I, I, I know it sounds egotistical, and I know it sounds as though somebody has lost their mind. But as I have said, even to bankers, we're not here to beg you for anything. I'm giving you this so that you can have a business and make some money. But the average person goes in, please, can you get, oh please, wait, I'm never to pay. If he or it does not receive any revenue, they won't be new. They ain't going nowhere. You don't even know it. But it's because of you that they're thriving. You're a former banker. Am I right? They must have cash flow. They must have some kind of investments. They must have somebody that's coming in there that's bringing something to help them. And many times you don't even realize it that, that when you come in with your project, you're helping the bank. Oh, God, I'm breaking something now. I'm changing mentality now. I'm changing mentality. I said revolutionize it. That's what's happening here. Here's the challenge. Say the challenge. The challenge is that we want to be a part of what Jesus is getting ready to bring to pass. But we don't want to change our own mentality to be compatible with who I'm going to associate with. I can't be a part of he who believeth and bring my doubt. We have compatibility when I become a believer because I'm hanging with believers. Watch the company you keep. Because there are people who will tell you more and more eloquently what you'll never be, what you'll never have, what you'll never do, where you'll never go, and all of that never, 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 never. If they want to live in never, never land, let them live there. But I believe that whatever God has for me is for me. Wherever he wants to take me, I can get there. I don't care what people say about it. Oh, you're pulling on me now. That's the challenge. Challenge. Is that these blind men saw opportunity 
to see. Now, they're in the midst of the public. That's outside of the house. Say, outside of the house. But wait a minute. But then, it started outside the house. God help me to tell. Disbelievers are outside the house. When you can get it in your mind that you don't have to be confined to disbelief. But even though you're out in the public, you can start, hey, wait a minute. Because when the opportunity presents itself, the Bible says they followed Jesus. They didn't say, oh, Jesus, I want you to heal me. I want to see, I want to see, no. Have mercy on us. Not just that I want to have vision, but I want your mercy to rest on me. And when you get the mercy, you get the spirit of belief. When you get the mercy, you get the spirit of belief. When God begins through his word and spirit to few infuse you with the believing attitude, Here you go. Where's he going? I don't know where he's going. I think he went in this house. Not invited. But constrained. They went into the house. We want God to do this, do that, do the other. We want God to do this. But guess what? We're not prepared to follow. We're not prepared to activate. We're not prepared to, to put into action. They followed him in the house. And by the way, Jesus never responded to them in the public. Because when you get ready to make your major shift in your life, it's personal. They went into the house. Now Jesus is talking with them. Read it. When you read it, you, you see what I'm trying to say. And when Jesus departed thence from where he was, two blind men followed him, crying and saying, Thou son of David. That's another that's messianic, but that, that's all right. Have mercy on us. And when he was come into the house, watch this now, the blind man came to him. And Jesus said unto them, listen now, believe ye that I am able to do this? That's the big question. We follow him, but the challenge is to know why. I don't just want to hang out with you, Jesus. I want you to do something for me that nobody else can do for me, Jesus. I want to see. They were blind. Obvious. What is their major need? Obvious. They need to see. And there are many here today and many watching 
who need to see. Because you've been so confined to your limited capabilities by just going on, doubting here, fearing there, anxious over this, anxious over that, no belief. And it's more than mind conditioning. It's attitude. And attitude is not enough. It's activation. They followed him. I don't care where he's going. I'm following him. They entered the house. Here's the big question as they arrive. What are you bringing in? What you bringing? What are 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 you bringing? The question can be applied to every one of us. Mm. Believest thou that I can do this? Yes. Do you believe that? Do you believe that you can change? Do you believe that you can live the life of a believer so implicitly until I don't care what comes your way, all the hopelessness in the room, all the despair in the room, but you are a believer. And because you're a believer, you don't see only what's there physically, but you see things in the spirit. Here's the challenge. Miracles take place. Because somebody believed it. Do you believe I can do this? Especially when we live in a sight-oriented world. So much so that we coined the phrase, seeing is believing. Seeing is not really believing. But believing is seeing. I'm messing up your world today. Your mind change. You gotta change it. So that you stop acting like unbelievers. So the child is messing you up. Because your child keeps coming home with an F. What's wrong with you? You beat him. You cut off all his pleasures. You say all these things to him. But you are not believing. Young A. Cho, going to be the glory, uh, to be the Lord in glory. Met with a group of us young pastors in Virginia years ago. Dr. Samuel G. Hines called me long distance and said, Vernon, you have to be here. I said, Sam, I can't make that. He said, I will pay for your ticket. You need to be here. I said, well, I, 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 where am I going to stay? He said, you need to be here. I said, okay. He worked it all out, got there, 
he picked me up from the airport, drove me straight to the conference, and introduced me directly to Young Gay Cho. All these people, he introduced, I never seen that man before in my life. It wasn't long before the next session began. In that session he was saying, I want to transform you from doubters into believers. When you go back to your church in whatever country, when you go back there, I don't want you to go back the way you came. I want you to go back as a believer and you'll change your church, your environment, your family, and your community. Amen. But we're sitting there just listening. There. You got the power, he said. You got the power. If you can believe. He said, well, one day I was asking God to give me a bike so I could be the missionary going up into the hills to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he said, and I was walking and walking. I said, I want a bike. I want a bike. God, give me a bike. God said, can you believe for it? So I believe, I believe, I believe. So he's there, wherever he'd go, he said, I'm believing God for a bike, American bike with the big thick wheels, American bike with the, with the handlebars that go out like this, like this. I said, well, you could go down there and get one of them bikes. They have bikes downtown, they're selling bikes. No, American bike. This is in Seoul, Korea. American bike with the big thick wheels and the big handles, it can make you go like this. Everywhere he went, that's why he said, I'm going to get my bike. I will get my bike. And then one day, someone brought him the news that some of the American soldiers will be leaving Seoul and they're selling things. He went. What did he find? A bike. A bike with the thick wheels and the big handlebars. And he said, and I rode that bike, I rode that bike on, on, on many a mission. He said, that started it for me. Then God said that you can have the largest congregation in the world. And on a midweek service, it was 43,000 people in service. I know, because I got up and spoke to them. From the time we arrived in the hotel, they wouldn't even let you ride in the car with me. That's right. A man walked with me all that day. He literally put my wife out of the room. Never seen anything like that. And I was with him all the while. And he just, and all he was doing was pouring into me this. Thing. But this is the way that young gay would do this. And this is the way young gay thinks. And this is the way that he did. I'm not telling you what to preach, but I'm just letting you know the kind of environment that you're walking into. I said, okay, it's all right. It's okay. You must go into this room. I went into this room. There were people praying in there, oh, reward the faith, reward the faith. Show yourself 
honor your faith, our faith, honor this, honor this, honor. And then eventually a group came to take me into the big assembly. It's hard to break what has been generationally conditioning our mental being, our spiritual being. Today, God wants to break it so that your mentality will change. Your attitude, you don't become Christian just because you came here Sunday morning. You're Christian wherever you go because you're believers wherever you go. Young Gay Cho's experience brought him to Bermuda. He was walking up and down in that section when we didn't have the extension here. And he then prophesied of where you are sitting today. All because he believed. Now there's some things that you have on your agenda that you have been doing your best to try to handle. I got news for you. There's a new system in town. The new system is just believing it. I said, this may not be deep, but it's kind of deep for me. Walk in it. Nurture it. Practice it. Believe. My wife and I wanted a house. We got tired of having people walking through our house any time of the day or night. And it's supposed to be our house. But since I was the pastor, and the church had that property that they let us live in, they said it was still their house. Do you know anything about going to your refrigerator and seeing strange things in there? But what's this? Who's, ba who's baby bottle and what's this milk and what's all this in here? Well, I, I'm being in the service and so since I'm in the service, I thought I would put it in there so it won't spoil. So I put it in the, in the refrigerator in, in our apartment. So one day, my wife and I, I was coming out of the bathroom and when I looked, I said, what? That's it. That's it. With pajamas on. We walked the streets of Harrisburg crying and weeping and pleading. God, please! We believe you for a house for ourselves. No money, just belief. Contacted a realtor, he takes us to show us all around. Broken down shacks. 
I said, well, why are you, why are you taking us to this? He said, because this is, that, this is what you can afford. Ruth Ann, are you with me this morning, Sister Lamb? Sister Mother Lamb. I said, let me tell you. This may be what you think I can afford. But this is not what I'll accept. I'm believing for more. So I looked across, I said, what are all those over there? Oh, all those, oh, he said, don't even go there. That is so far out of your realm of possibility. Take us there. He said, I can't. I said, you, uh, well, why, well, why you bring us out here? I thought you were supposed to show us. He said, yeah, but it's out of your class. You're not listening. I said, take us over there and let us look at it, at them. Ruthann, when we got over there, he took us, when we got over there, as soon as Ruthann walked in the door, she said, this is our house. I level oven. Remember? You said, and oh, dining room. And remember how you went through the kitchen and all that? You were all, bedroom for mom and daddy and for the children, got the, everybody, even got a bathroom in our own uh, en suite. <laughs> no money! <laughs> but believe! Yes, you can laugh if you want to. <laughs> Went in to talk to the realtor. It was a couple weeks later, something like that. My car was in the driveway at the church. And it, I'm inside, and one of my children said, Daddy, why is your car going across the street? I said, what was what, what you mean? When I looked, my car was going out of the driveway, across the street, and hit a tree. Bang! Jesus, have mercy. I thought of what could have come across at the time. Oh, Lord, what kind of thing? What is this? At any rate, it works out. I went, got an estimate, took it, and I said, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. So I'm driving around the back of my car, all bent in. My wife and guests wanted to go to the farmer's market. So they said, but would you take us around? I said, yes. And I took it and I parked my car there. And when I parked my car there, I'm sitting in the car. They're in there doing all the shopping. And all of a sudden, I heard this noise, like that. Next thing I knew, bang, in the back of the car that hit the tree. And when it hit the tree, I thought that was the end of the world, not knowing it was the beginning of a process. And when I struggled out the car because I couldn't hardly move. Felt like something pulled my back down. Like, and when I got out, it was this man came up to me and he was, oh, okay, I'm 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 Doctor So and So, uh, um, um, 
I'm, I'm, I'm a surgeon, and I'm, and don't worry, I'll take care of everything. Even if I gotta buy you a new car and whatever, do I got? I said, just don't call the police. Don't call the police. Don't call the police. I said, well, what will you do? He said, I'll get, I'll get your car fixed for you. I will take care of this and whatever. And then all of a sudden, something went like, I said, so I grabbed back here. I said, what's that? When I knew, he says, oh my, maybe you have whiplash? I said, yes, I guess that's what it is. He said, don't worry about it. Took care of me. And then gave me money that I didn't have that would be the down payment for the house that I was going to get. And you ain't saying no amens. And folks, I said, there's something spooky about him. It ain't no spooky. It's believing. I wish I had some people in here who will believe that what you're going through right now is only a setup for what God's gonna bring to pass. the challenge we got the house we lived in the house were you there Charles your dad was there your dad you were little you were little fella then. <laughs> always keeping things in perspective folk I'm trying to help you today God's going to take care of all the other stuff for you. But you need right now to have a mindset change. Now, I'm going to do more than just say, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. And the next breath say, I don't know how he's going to do this. Don't tell me that will, God will do that. Because he can do anything. We lived in that house. And then when the Lord called me from that pastorate to another pastorate, what are we going to do with the house? It was a young couple, beautiful young couple. He had a couple of kids. We meet, we talk about his dream. When it came time to leave, I didn't call a relative. I called that young couple to the house, sat down, found out what they could do to take our house. They did not have a down payment. Like we didn't have a man. They did not have the resources. I called the bank, spoke with them. I said, if I found a young couple who had the income that you could see justifies them taking over the mortgage of our house, would you let them have it? Yes. I called that young man and his wife. I said, go down to the bank and sit there and talk to him. Next time I saw him, he was tooting. We can get the house. Good. Signed the house over to him. Not a dime to us. My neighbor, PhD over here and a PhD over there. Am I right? 
they had a meeting. And the meeting was this. That man, your husband, has lost his mind. <laughs> and you're all upset about over there at Sail Road? <laughs> you ain't seen nothing yet. I'll go as far as my belief, as my belief will take me. Keep what you've got. Don't worry about it. God's got all of it. What's out for me? Hallelujah. Oh, God, I hear him say, praise me right now. My God, praise me right now. Praise me right now. Praise me right now. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The chaos. Chaos. Number two, the chaos. The chaos is that up to this point in time, there were no such miracles. Oh, John Baptist had preached. In fact, when John Baptist heard that Jesus was preaching, he sent his, his disciples to Jesus and asked him, is he the one or should we look for another? Here's what the message was. Jesus said, go tell John that the blind see, the deaf hear, and the poor hear the gospel. The chaos is that historically to get any kind of healing, particularly even not just blindness but leprosy, you had to go to the priest. But Jesus comes along, watch this, watch this, watch this, without any priest, watch this, without any protocol, without any historic behavior, without any direction based on the old system, Jesus looks at these two blind men and says to them, you know ain't no priest here. You know the old system is not operating here now. What do you believe I can do this? Do you believe? I know you don't have the apparatus that you're normally acquainted with. You have the procedures that would normally be enacted. I know you don't have that, but, but do you believe I can do this? Do you believe that I can do this? He doesn't even say, do you believe that I can give you sight? But do you believe that without any Watch this now. Religious connections according to, the Ju the Judea to, to Judaism. Do you believe I can do this? Do you believe that even if I get caught doing this, I could be punished severely? Do you believe I can do this? That's the chaos. That's the confusion. 
Because when Jesus gets ready to make the shift in your life, it's going to break all formal, formal protocols, all formal procedures, all formal way of thinking. There's a shifting going on. And you have to understand that he's only doing it to put you in a place where you will give evidence that I'm a believer. Because we believe you can do it. Yes. Oh, yeah. We believe. Now, watch it. <laughs> believe ye that I am able to do this? They said unto him, Yay. Elizabethan. Yes. English. Every one of you that has a condition, a situation right now that has impossible stamped on it in capital letters, I got a question for you. Do you believe that he can do this? I'm not, I'm not running. I'm not running from this. I said, no. do you believe are you struggling with the chaos? What they gonna think about me? What people gonna say? Hmm? Let the Royal Gazette get that. Oh my God, I'm in trouble. How he get that? How she do that? The only way they could do that is if they were do something, something bigger. <laughs> and here you come. Yeah, did you hear what son so good? They got him for this, then they got him for that. Then. But you don't know, shut up your mouth. Because when God gets ready to do something, he disturbs all former protocols. You don't have the education, but you get the job. You don't have the certificate, but you get the job. You don't have the money, but you get the house. Preach, Holy Ghost. You see, this is going to revolutionize your thinking. Long before all this was, I believed it. I was even told it'll never happen. <laughs> but just sitting down in it today. I know you can think and take it whatever way you want. Uh -huh. My duty is to tell it. Yes. I'm telling you, yes. nothing is impossible yes. to him that believes. Yes. You're dangerous. Yes. Needing millions. Millions. No way! Don't tell me what I don't have and what I don't have and what I should have and if I did have, I could get that. No. Don't worry. We'll get it. I believe it. I said no. Man's face was shaking. I said, you ever, you know, it's one thing to say no. It's another thing to say, no, I said no. 
And I say yes. But the Royal Gazette said, aha. We know you. No, you don't. I've told many of you, you don't know me. I believe. I believe. Lord, I believe. I believe for you. I believe that whatever God has ordained for your life will come to pass. I said, I said, I said, I said oh, 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 <laughs> oh, so what are you doing? Have you lost your mind? That business was taken care of for us. Next thing I know, I'm sitting there eating a T-bone steak with the CEO of the bank. And guess who serves the steak? Brother Irvin Rayner, who's a member of this church. He called me off just, I said, Bishop, what, what, what's going on? You know who you I said, who, who brought me up here? Fifth floor it was. Who brought me up here then? He said, I said, guess what? Everything we need has already been approved. We will have it. Brother Irvin had the trade he was going to say. Let me say something. God's got something he wants you to see, wants you to have, wants you to experience. And that's the reason why he's giving you this word today. It's taken hours of stretching out. It's taken hours of activity in the mind and still searching and digging. Oh God, and crying and weeping and saying, oh God! Because God wants you to experience something. Come out of your chaos. And know that what he promised you, he's able to perform. Did you hear me? Hmm? Uh, did you hear me? God has it waiting for you, but he cannot release it to you if you don't believe for it. You have to believe for it. Help me right now. Tell the person next to you, you have to believe for it. No, 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 come on, come on, come on, come on. Yo, I'm not praying. T tell you have to believe for it. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. That's why instead of being in despond, you need to celebrate right now. Your husband will come to the Lord. Your wife will come to the Lord. Your children will glorify the Lord. Your, your, your bill will be paid. Your mortgage will be paid. You're going to be successful. You're going to achieve. You're going to. Oh! Hallelujah! Over there in London, wherever.
I said. You have to believe to see. They gave evidence of believing. He, watch this. And when they gave evidence, then touched he their eyes. Then touched he their eyes. He can't do that until you give evidence that you believe. And they believed. He touched their eyes and said unto them, watch this, watch this, watch this. According to your faith, not my sympathy, but according to your faith, underscore your, underscore your, underscore your, it's according to your faith. I don't care what happened about Mary Sue, Harry, James, and all the rest of them. Don't come bringing me a long list of those who failed. Don't come bringing me a list of those who were not able to achieve it. I want you to put your name there and today vow to believe for it. Because if you can believe it, you shall receive it. This message on faith is to bring about the shift. Susanna Wesley made a profound statement when she said there are really only two things that you need to do when you have heard the word. Watch this now. And behave it. All right. Only two things. Believe it. And behave it. Let it be in your behavior. According to your faith. Bring me your problem according to your faith. Bring me your situation according to your faith. Bring me all that they have said and done about you and how they tried to ruin you according to your faith. Belief is your conviction. 
is your vehicle. Hallelujah. Therefore, all by my little self, I bless God for what you, by your belief, will shortly see with your own eyes. Because you believe for it. Lastly, the charge, the challenge, the chaos, the charge. You're going to meet people who will tell you you lost your mind. You're going to meet people who will say, you can say all that religious stuff all you want. There has to be uh, this particular procedure or that particular procedure. I'm sorry. I believe God. Wow. Because the Bible tells me if, say if. Could you help me way back there? People all back there. Way back. If, say if. Say, say it loud. Say it louder. If thou canst believe, watch this. All things, say all things. All Didn't hear you. All say all things. things. Say all things are possible. Watch this to him that believeth. Mark 9 23. All things. All things. I had an Electra um, and I had a, a Buick. It's called the Riviera, top of the line. We were leaving church one Sunday and as we were going home, was it a Sunday? It must, must have been a midweek or something. Anyway, we were coming from, coming from church and, and I passed this new dealer, car dealership and in the window they had this beautiful maroon Riviera. It's a busy highway. In fact, if you stayed on that highway, it'd take you right into Delaware. And I'm saying, wow, honey, could you give me a minute? I just want to run in and just look at it from the inside. Go ahead. And I went in, and as I went in, I walked right up to it and I looked, I said, boy, look at this. Look at this rear rear. Awesome vehicle. The dealer came over to me and said, ah, you interested in this? I said, I sure would like to have it. Really? Yeah, sit in it. Oh, God. When you sit down in it, <laughs> then you are. Yes. You're hooked. Yes. I sat down in it and said, oh, Lord. And when that, when I sat down, and then I start seeing myself owning it. 
I said, oh, no, 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 no. I couldn't afford this. There's no way in the world I could handle this. No way. The dealer came back over to me and said, well, you look long enough. You ready to make me a deal? I said, what do you mean? He says, tell me what would you give me for this? Let's say, just for the sake of a figure, a thousand dollars. And thing went just as quiet as it is now. Because <laughs> I just knew I wasn't going to be able to get the things. So I just threw a figure out there, $1,000. He looked at me and said, have you lost your mind? Do you know what this costs? I said, you asked me. I answered you. Now I'm going. So as I was going out the door, he said, hang on. Hang on. I said, what? I'm going to my boss, and I want to see what my boss says about it. I'm going to tell him what you see. <laughs> I said, okay. So he went in. I'm standing in the doorway. He, next thing I, I heard, you know, like when they call bar doors, yeah. two doors look at, when, when you come to your clock, like that. When I look, here comes the manager with papers in his hands. He said, where is he at? Where is he at? And the man said, oh, he's standing right over here. And he came over to me and said, let me tell you something. You know that's ridiculous. <laughs> but I'm going to show you something. You either buy this car or don't ever in the rest of your life come into this dealership again. I said, what are you telling me? He says, Go try to process that. Well, I went home. Have you ever tried to make the evening become the we are the morning? Yes. And I, I mean, every few minutes. What time is it? What time? Wait, wait. The next morning, I went to the bank, talked to the bank about it, and the bank man said, are you serious? I said, yeah. They wrote it up. I took it, took it to the bank. The bank called the dealer and said, um, are you serious about selling uh, Reverend Lamb that vehicle? Uh, yes. But, uh, but I know it's not going to go down. He said, well, what do you mean it's not going to go down? Prepare it for him. He'll be coming to pick it up. <laughs> they prepared it. When I came home, what was I driving? A Buick Riviera. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, I, I, you ought to just get to know me. I, I, I pray that in, uh, in the future you will give me consideration when you start looking for a pastor or leader. How do you think all of this? I had a man a hundred years old. And I said, let's go break ground. The young ones never showed up. But Pop Herbert was there with his shovel and pick. Because he believed. I believe. So awesome. 
Jesus healed those men. And then he gave them a charge, and the charge is this. Don't tell anybody. Did you read it? See that thou, see that no man know it. In other words, don't tell anybody. Have you ever been so blessed until you, I just couldn't keep it to myself? Jesus said, don't tell anybody. I've heard a lot of theological delineations of that particular verse. But my position is that I believe Jesus didn't want them to go telling because he did not want to preempt the prophetic process of why he was in the world. There was a time when Jesus was saying, not yet. Don't do it. Not yet. Hmm? Because I can show you in a lot of passages, Matthew 12, 16, Matthew 17, 9, Mark 5, 43, Mark 7, 36, Mark 8, 26. I can show you in all of those places where he said, don't tell anybody about it. Because what happened in this passage, keep reading, but they went, went what's this? but they went, they were departed, did what? Spread abroad his fame in all that country. They did it anyway. Somebody's so blessed right now until you ought to celebrate it right now. Just, just for what's going to happen. For what your eyes have not seen yet. But because you believe it, because you believe it, celebrate believing. Society, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Society has conditioned us, watch this, to wait until you hold it to celebrate it. They tell you, just wait, just wait till you get it. They know, don't do that. Just wait till you get it. They don't know you already got it because you believed it. They don't understand that. Am I right? But when you believe it, you celebrate. Then. That God would give you such a thought. That God would give you such a mental conditioning. Right now, I'm not believing it because my hand is touching it. I'm believing because I know I will see it. Thank you, Jesus. So we're in a different place. The world has its way. This is God's way. Because we can't keep it to ourselves. They told anyway. And for somebody to say, see, see, see. They told every and, and stopped Jesus from doing what he was doing. Okay, watch this. Read. You got 30, verse 30. You see that? But when they departed, you see what 
abroad, the fame, you see the country, right? Read verse 32, and it says, as they went out, this is what blesses me. Behold, they brought to him a dumb man possessed with the devil. Wow. And when the devil was cast out, the dumb spake. And the multitude marveled the same. It was never so seen in Israel. It was never ever seen before. <sighs> that all it took was belief. Yeah. No other Religious ceremony. Just believe. Never seen it like this before. Stay with it. It's not finished. It says, and when the devil was cast out of him, they spake. And the multitude marveled, saying, never seen it like this before in Israel. But the Pharisees, say Pharisees, said he casted out devils through the prince of devils. That says two things. When it looked like Jesus was finished and going to be upset because they went telling all over the country what the Lord had done for them, to just let you know that it did not stop him. In the next verse, he now heals a person that was dumb. He goes on and heals this sick person, heals that sick person, and he heals it. Don't let people talk about you. Let them run you down. Let them say things that don't matter. He's still going to keep doing it. That's why you better watch how you treat me because he's, get, he, he's getting ready to do some stuff for me that even blows my mind, but I believe for it. And as I'm believing for it, believe me, what you believe your eyes will see instead of having to see before you believe. What a word today. What a word today. What a word today. We know that he can do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. We know this. We know that he's able to sustain us in trials. We know that he is able to provide for the needs of his people according to his riches. We know these things. It's one thing to know it. It's another thing to believe it. I only want people right now who will say to me, watch this now, it's important. Believe for it. Come on. Shout out to me some things. Hallelujah. Shout out some things to me. Some things that you have been looking for. Some things that you desire. Some things that you have ambition for. I want you to just shout it out right now. Right there. Right. But I, I, I don't hear you. 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 I've been in the choir. I don't hear you. 
up to upstairs in the balcony. I don't hear you. Or, or back down in there. I, I don't hear you. I don't. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Oh, y'all, you, you know what? Let me tell you something. Put your hands down. You know what? You all are scared. You're scared. You're scared about what other people gonna think. What they're gonna say about you. But I wish I had a I don't care attitude right now. What you think about me. Cause what I need you can't do for me. But what God is getting ready to do for me, I say. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. I see it already, Lord. I see it, Lord. I see it, Lord. Lord. Oh, God, I feel his presence so strong right now. a major shift today because of what your ears have heard what your heart has received you're on the precipice you're on the brink of seeing supernatural intervention in your situation and I don't know what you're believing for but whatever you're believing for, I want you to take a step right now. I want you to just take a step. Just take a step. You're going to have to take a step. And let the devil know I'm not where I was before. I moved on. I made a move. I made a shift. 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 Get your glory, God. Get your glory, God. Get your glory, God. Oh, come on, come on, come on. Worship him right there. Why don't you just thank him right now?
believer's mindset from this day forward so that your eyes will see what you believe. Hallelujah. 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 That's all I feel like saying. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh yeah, hallelujah. For my job. For my healing. For whatever I need. Hallelujah. Oh. 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 Now, Father, bring about alignments. Those of you who knew that you were in position, but because certain things didn't happen, you changed your position. I want you to run down to this altar right now if you're that person. That's the answer to the question you've been asking. Why this? Why is that not happening? Why is this? What's going on over here? You're that person. And you're going to have to make that shift consciously, intentionally. So you can get into position. Because you're going to get your mind blown. About what God's going to open up onto you. In fact, you're not going to have the capacity to receive everything God's sending your way. Oh, I know I'm speaking prophetically. I know I am. But that's what I'm sensing is that God is getting ready to make an awesome shift. It's hard. Oh, yeah, it's hard to to penetrate what years and generations have built up. But in the name of Jesus, I break every doubting spirit. I break every spirit of fear. Because you're not giving us a spirit of fear. Hallelujah, Jesus. But of love, of power, and of a sound mind. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come, 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 come. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, yes. Boy, this is a good place to be right now. Thank you, Jesus. Lift your hands up. And right there, right where you are. 
I want you to open your mouth and say, God, I thank you for a clear word. My ears have heard. My heart has received. Now let my eyes see what I believe. Now, this is a turning point. I feel all right. I don't know about you, but I feel all right right now. I feel all right right now. Hallelujah. I said, I feel all right. How do you feel? How do you feel? My God. Now, seal it. Seal it from this day forth. I'm a believer. And, and for everything concerning me. I will believe for it. Now let's give a thank you praise. Oh, come on. Let's give a thank you praise. Thank you.